everybody. Welcome back to Mad Yet Mighty. I'm your host, Megan Cipollone. How is everyone doing? It feels, this has been like the weirdest time of year. I, and it, the way that my work schedule has like laid out, and I don't know if it's probably everyone's work schedule, actually, not just mine, but like these holiday weekends, I had one for Thanksgiving and Black Friday where I had like this super long weekend and then Christmas came in a super long weekend and been getting out of work on Fridays early and then I'm going in tomorrow early to get out for New Year's Day and whatnot and it's just been, it's that time of the year where you just don't even like, I was thinking this to myself earlier. I was like, what year is it? Like, is it 2019? Is it 2018? What's going on? Everything's frozen in time. It's like people are like, everyone's talking about their New Year's resolutions. Everyone is getting ready to enter this new year, but we're still in 2018. And then we have that, you know, the thing of like, people are like, oh, I can't start till the first, which is just such a not good mentality to get into. But so we're just in this weird transition, um, except this episode is going to be, I believe it's coming out, yeah, tomorrow. So it's going to be the last day of December, um, coming out New Year's Eve. And I just kind of wanted to take this episode, sit down, kind of reflect on 2018, reflect on um, more so like things that have come out, movies, TV, talk about some pop culture, Um But before we get into that, I kind of wanted to just touch base. I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. I hope if you were in town, out of town with your family, I hope you found some just relaxation out of the holiday season because bouncing into holidays, it can be in it's it's absolute madness. So with that, knowing that I kind of I especially with going into this holiday season single for the first time in three years, it was, there was a lot of stress on my back. Um, There was a a lot of pressures that I started to feel like I was collapsing under. Um, Nonetheless, I had a wonderful holiday. My mom's side of the family came into, came, (laughs) I'm having some issues speaking, tip of the tongue, here we are. My mom's side of the family came into town, all of them, all of her brothers and sister, um, their families, cousins. And for the first time, it was the first time we had all been together in 10 years. So it was super exciting. Um, it's, it's nice to have cousins that are more so in the somewhat of the age range. I was always growing up. I was always around my dad's side. So everyone was always a lot older than me. And I was like the little one, whereas on, on this side, I'm the oldest one. So it's still nice to kind of, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to like hang out and joke around, um, with cousins. But so, yeah, so it was, it was really nice. Um, we had a really lovely couple of days together. Everyone, um, not my, Parents host Christmas Eve every single year for the Cipollonis, for the Italians. Um, that's just one of our traditions. So this year it was my mom's side, the O'Malley's, and then my dad's side, the Cipollonis. And it was super, it was really awesome. I mean, like I said, it's been years. I mean, it's been even longer since the Cipollonis and the O'Malley's have even, I mean, I'm talking like my parents' wedding, maybe my bath or me being born, who knows? Um, so, but that being said, all of these wonderful things, you know, seeing family, getting to speak with them, getting to see cousins you haven't seen in years and hang out and just kind of kick back. Um, you know, once again, going into the holidays, I was very, very hyper aware that things were probably going to maybe trigger me, maybe make me feel um, just anxious. Um, you know, it's we have this image for some reason, it comes along during Christmas that everything has to be absolutely perfect. The way that maybe your house is, if you're if you're being if you're the host of Christmas Eve, maybe it's the way that you want your family to, or the way you want to perceive yourself to your family. It has to be perfect. Your life has to be perfect. The when your family member, when your aunt or uncle asks you a question about your life or what you're doing, da, 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 you feel like the answer has to be, per- I, I'm not even going to lie. I am so bad at answering those type of questions that going into this holiday, 
I like prepared in my mind things that I was going to say and not like not lies, but just like I was like, okay, no, think about what you're doing. So instead of just saying, oh, nothing, you know, busy, I didn't want to say that. That's so annoying. Like, let's get personal. Let's get real. Let's talk. Um, So I was like, Megan, look at what you're doing. Look at where, you know, what's happening in your job and what's happening, you know, with the podcast or whatever that and let's just kind of let's be prepared to answer these questions because we can't we can't act like we're not going to be asked these kind of questions going in to the holidays. I mean, my God, that's part of why everyone dreads the holidays is the questions from the family. I get it. Trust me. So knowing that I was like, okay, let's let's just try to prepare yourself as much as you possibly can. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows the white elephant in the room. You know, everyone knows this is my first Christmas single again. Woo, ring my bell. And, you know, I think everyone, it was really nice. I mean, I, a couple of my, you know, aunts and, or, you know, a couple of family members, you know, mentioned, you know, you know, like we just nice little things in passing, but it wasn't like a big overdrawn conversation really actually wasn't brought up at all, which I'm obviously, I'm not saying anyone would, but I mean, you never know when it adds that little stress on your back. Um, so yeah, it, it was having that I think was a nice little tool and I really wanted to spend, I really wanted to be present this Christmas. So I've been kind of like non-existent on social media here and there I've posted, I've stuff, but I've really wanted to kind of just disconnect myself and try to be present in my family being in town trying to just be present in trying to make, what am I trying to say? Trying to be present in just Christmas and, you know, not thinking about anything else. And, you know, I I can say that doesn't mean that I actually did that, but that was what I wanted to try to do. So I've been like, I've been totally non-existent from social media, which is like felt weird because I'm, I post a lot and I do a lot of storing and it's just something that I've always, I always like doing. I, I don't, I don't know why. Um, so like that, I've just kind of have distanced myself and sitting here kind of reflecting today, I felt super called. I was like, I need to get on the microphone today because I have, it. it's everything that I've been feeling. I've kind of had time to kind of have felt it over the holidays and go through the holidays and sit and kind of reflect. And then it's like, okay, it's time to come out. Like it actually, I think makes sense now, if that kind of makes sense. Um, as you can tell, this is just going to be a little bit of a stream consciousness and recap. So hopefully you're okay with that because that's what's happening. Um, but man, there's so much pressure around the holidays. It's something that should be so, and it is, it's, it is. And I, and I love the, I love Christmas. I'm so basic. I love everything about Christmas. I love getting my stuff up like I am, but at the same time, I mean, I was stressed out going in and I and, and I can't even imagine my parents who prepared, who have been pre- preparing for months this Christmas weekend, couple of days, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day dinners. I mean, I can't even imagine that kind of, sh- I mean, I'm just thinking about my boohoo, my simple stress, um, you know, poor me, not so for people actually parents who are getting Christmas together and getting gifts ready and just trying to make everything perfect, it is a very, very stressful time. And man, that really, really, these last couple of days and this, this weekend, I mean, I've been a little drained. I mean, I would, I would be lying to say I wouldn't, you know, things have been, the holidays come in, like I've been a little bit off my game with my um, with my workouts, just with cooking and eating and making sure that I'm eat, cooking good meals for myself and eating. I've just been, it been distracted. I've been, you know, not at home and at other places and with other people. And there's been a lot of things on the calendar. So it's just been a very overwhelming time for me. And the last couple of days, and not to mention, my God, I mean, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew this. I knew going in that I was going to be feeling probably feelings of loneliness and um, like I'm not, you know, like I'm not where I, you know, I'm not the picture perfect cookie cutter Christmas cookie. You know what I mean? Like my, and I, and that's okay. That's so totally okay. And I had to like realize that. And I do realize that now, but it really makes sense. I mean, I am, I mean, I'm drained. I'm drained of, you know, trying to forcefully put forward, 
um, you know, good feelings and good intentions because I knew I was already going to be set back with it, you know, being the being Christmas and, you know, seeing and seeing people together and seeing, you know, it just I've, I've started to focus a lot about the fact that like I was by myself and I'm like, God, Megan, bring it back five notches like you we're in a three-year relationship and it's only been like three months, maybe four months. I've, I don't know. I'm not really keeping track, but girlfriend, you got to calm down. You got to give your, cut yourself some slack. But I was so, um, you know, that was something that was obviously on my mind. Um, but like I said, it was a wonderful time. Um, my family gets along luckily. I mean, we haven't been together for years, but I feel like everything just kind of picks back up, you know, over once you're all together, um, and we had a great couple of days. We went out downtown. We went out to this restaurant um, that I actually had never, never been to. And we all had a really nice big lunch. It was like, oh God, over 20 of us. Um, and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a typical in Megan fashion if something didn't happen where I had to feel like I had to say something. So here's what happened. Here's the lowdown. I, so we all go out for Christmas lunch, Okay. We go out downtown. We go out to this place where it's a really, it's a decently nice place downtown. Um, And we go in, you know, kind of one of those places where it can be, it's like casual, but can be not casual, but it's like nice. I don't know. Once again, we're like down in the main part of downtown. Anyways, just kind of trying to set the scene for you. We had my, of course, of course, my parents have already made reservations, already covered that. So we all walk in on this gloomy kind of cloudy Saturday it was it was super gray and we all and we we walk up to our table and there's really not anyone in the restaurant at this point you know we're we're doing a really it was like what like 2 30 I think were our reservations it was just at that weird time where it's like no one is at this restaurant bar at 2 30 on a Saturday so we get to our table and we don't have enough seats so automatically the waiter is already like kind of flustered and kind of not really giving out good vibes um, so everyone just kind of like stands around and then after standing around a cup, I think my dad or my uncles or whatever pulled just a little table together and the waiter came back and got angry that we did that, which I'm not, I, I, once again, if it was crazy and crowded, it would be one thing, but like we were at the time, one of the only people sitting in the restaurant, like it was, no one was like, no one was there. So not really that big of a deal. Okay. Once again, I get it. It's the holidays and it's, you know, the weekend and you're working, but that's, I, I've been a server, so I understand. Um, but at the same time, it's like, this is the holiday weekend. You know, you're, you know, you're going to be working, you know, it was a reservation. So you've known about it all day. Um, you know, let's kind of pick the attitude. Let's kind of kick the attitude a little bit. Um, so long, so we all get sat, we're all seated. We do a bunch of musical chairs and all the kids end up sitting together and the parents of one side. And one of my cousins who, um, we, you know, we were all ordering like beers cause there's like over a hundred beers on draft, whatever. Um, the, there's just weird, um, non-necessary comments that kept happening from the waiter and they all were aimed at one of my younger cousins. Like she wanted to order a drink and she was asking and he was just very rude and said, you know, we don't, we don't basically just time after time again, just, it was just a very uncomfortable exchange from someone. And once again, I'm sitting there completely understandable, whatever, let it roll off the side of my back. Well, after time and time has gone on, she still hasn't gotten her drink. I mean, it's been literally like almost a half an hour later. Um, then there was like other things. He literally, once he came with her drink, he set her drink down and literally said to her, um, there's your whatever it is. And then, so after, okay, so then time went on. Okay, whatever. And I, 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 I heard it and I was like, did he just like, did he just say that? And my uncle had kind of caught on to it as well because he had kind of dealt with him at the beginning. Um, so then... We are eating, we've gotten our food, and then something else then happened where, oh, Tara, my cousin, went up to the bar to get a drink, whatever, um, because it, you know, it took 30 minutes for her to get her first one, and he literally swarmed around to her, went up to her, and scolded her for going up to the bar and getting a drink. I freaking snapped, and the second that he started walking away, I said, what did he say to you? And... You know, at this point, my siblings are like, Megan, Megan, no, no, stop. I'm like, no, 
No, this is bullshit. Are you kidding me? This guy has been nothing but a dick since the moment we've sat down. We are over 20 top, very generous tippers. Like he needs to, he needs to get his shit checked. So like, I'm like, no. And I'm like getting upset about it because I was like, I was getting upset then because people were telling me to calm down. And I'm like, no guys, this is so, this is so inappropriate that I'm no longer standing by and watching it happen. And that is the story of me. So story of my life. And then I feel bad because I'm like, you know, speaking up and saying something. And then it's like everyone, but everyone was it. Nobody was mad. It was just like, you know, everyone just doesn't, every, no one wants to ruffle any feathers. And like, that's so not my game, especially time and time and time again, if you're going to disrespect, especially a family who's eating out on Christmas, come on, please. Dang, I, I apologize. I apologize, but I have a little fire in me. And that is one thing that sets me off. So the other like waitress came up and she was like, ma'am, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, I was like, but honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying, like, I'm not, I'm just our waiter. And I was just trying to say it in the nicest way possible because I, I'm not somebody who complains in restaurants. Like that's so uncomfortable, but like, this is now getting to the point where it's uncomfortable and he's saying it to her and he's saying it to her when like none of the adults were down at the end of the table. And that's why he was saying it to her or else I don't think it ever would have happened. But like I wasn't going to let it happen. So then you best believe. And like we had a nice little exchange and she's like, oh, don't worry. He's been we've been fighting about it all day. And I was like, you know what? Good. And then after that, he was so he has attitude had changed 180 total flip around. And I was like, see, exactly. That's the fucking way you should have been acting the entire time I'm sorry so that was our Christmas lunch um super great and then we all went downtown all the cousins went out we did a little bar crawl for my other cousin's birthday it was really nice super sweet we had a wonderful Christmas Eve with a ton of food um a ton of people and it was just so nice to spend you know and just experience at the same time don't get me wrong let's back up and as much as it's not as must, I am having some serious issues today. I am sorry. I'm going to take a sip. Maybe I didn't do my vocal warmups and it's, it's quite affecting my performance. I apologize. Um, but I say that, but I, I, once again, I want to show everyone the kind of the back end of it too. So yeah, it was really wonderful. And we were all together and there was food and there was Drino there. We were, there was wine and music and our little cousin. It was just a great time. But I realized, you know, midway through the party, I had to step away. I had to gather my thoughts. I had to collect my thoughts because even though around all of, all of my family, for some crazy reason, you know, I still felt this kind of looming loneliness and you know what? That's just part of the path. That's part of the the journey. That's part of the, tra- not to sound so cheesy, but I mean, it is. It's just part of the trail. And I knew that. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to walk. And that's just me too, being introverted and having to take time for myself in really situations where there's a lot of people, there's a lot of conversations. I, I have to step away or I have to like get into my phone, which I really try not to do. But I, I've learned that I need to step away and I need to gather my thoughts. And that's exactly what I did. Stepped away, gather my thoughts, um, and really just tried to once again, consistently stay present and with everything that was, um, that was happening. And at the same time, too, I, I, I really had a couple of cool moments where, you know, there's there's family that there's, you know, uncles and people that I haven't seen in years. And it was really cool to be around my mom's side again, because we have a lot of really funny characters and very like just different personalities, but in such a good way. Um, and it was so wonderful to like be around, you know my you know my mom's my mom's brothers my uncles and like their and like their kids and then my aunt my mom's sister who I have so much it was just so nice to be in touch with family and to really be like oh my gosh like they are my family you know like this is how like this is what we have in common and like oh my god my uncle is a performer. Like he is just like, I'm just, I'm the same way. Like we are just performers. When we talk, we're loud, you know, we're expressive. That's the way that my, and it's just really cool. It was really cool for me to like, cause sometimes you think, okay, like sometimes you feel like, oh God, like, am I like the black sheep of the family? And then, you know, you, you get reminded that, you know, we're, 
parts of you are sprinkled in everyone in your family. You know, I, I was talking, I had a conversation with my aunt. We were all sitting on Christmas Eve, a bunch of us over at a table. And for some reason or some way we got on a topic of her talking about, you know, how she's super emotional, super reactive and um, oh, she was trouble and back in Italy and her and this other girl, they were fighting over whose who's family owned this walnut tree, which literally made me die laughing. I was like, oh my God, she <laughs> was fighting over who owned the walnut tree. And my aunt just told me this funny story of her getting so upset and so angry and taking this broken plate and throwing it at this girl. And I was like, and you know, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, but because she's so, you know, so emotional and I was like, oh my God. I am, you know, that's, I, I see myself in that. So something that I really walked away with this Christmas that I just thought was so cool was at a time in my life where, and I'm going to take a sippy sip, getting a little dry here. Sorry, that just broke up that really moment, that beautiful moment I think I was leading up into. So unprofessional of me, but Something that I took away this Christmas, which I was really excited about because once again, I was worried about how I was going to come out on the other end, like on the other end, on the other side. Something I took away was just family and, you know, you're not alone and people, people love, like your family loves you no matter what, no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, even though in your mind, you may be feeling so shitty and so inadequate when your aunt asks you, you know, when are you getting engaged or when are you getting married? Or, you know, when somebody asks you, you know, what's going on? You know, what do you do again? Like, what's your job? And you and you feel like you have to have these answers and you feel like you have to be this person and that you feel kind of, you know, sometimes I feel like the holidays just leave you feeling kind of like an empty shell. And which is so like completely the opposite of what, you know, we talk about it being the best time of the year. But, I, you know, it it, it is... And it is so much the most stressful time of the year. And it once again just stems back to the pressures and the perfect picture that we all feel like we have to be. And once we realize that everyone else is feeling the exact same way, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one feeling this way. I could, I could count on it. That when we realize we're not, everyone's feeling that way, everyone's feeling the pressure and everyone's feeling the strain and everyone's feeling the need to have these perfectly articulated answers. It's just, we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. And, you know, that being said, I'm going to go back again and say we had a great Christmas. There was no bumps in the road, nothing stressful, um, happened there were no fighting there was nothing there was nothing of that partially because people you know partially because it was all the good people around but um there was none of that so I'm just I was really feeling the sadness after it was over I mean I'm somebody who will look forward to things for months and months and I was really doing that I was really throwing myself into Christmas and my family being there and it was a really nice something to look forward to for me something to keep me you know keep me in check and something to look forward to and the holidays and Christmas and everything and everyone being together and then it's just over and then it's just done and we just collapse we're exhausted we're drained and then we're so drained after Christmas. And then it's like, but January 1st is around the corner. So you better have all of your resolutions ready to go. And it's like, oh my God, I literally feel like a failure. <laughs> so you're like, oh my God, this is, it's so much. It's so much. So my advice is, because it's kind of what I'm doing is I'm not doing the bullshit. And I haven't done the bullshit January 1st resolutions in a long time because it is such, it's the same thing as like a diet to me. It's like, it's something that is so, all right, but I'm going to stare at injury. It's like, no, you should just, just do it. There's something I've realized in my life and even today um, and on days that I struggle we spend so much time thinking about what we should be doing, thinking about what others are doing and what we're not. Just stop thinking and just, you know, stop and just do. I have to tell myself some days to just stop and just do, Megan. Okay, so you're thinking about doing the dishes and you're thinking about vacuuming. Okay, get up and do the dishes and vacuum. And not even giving yourself any more time to think, just do. So 
what I'm trying to do going going into this new year, the the there's one thing that I am working on, and there's one thing that I'm really and it's been something. It's just my continuous. I keep saying path because I can't. I for some reason can't figure out how else to describe it right now. But for my 2019 and just for every day, just day after day, just life and normal life, not the first couple of weeks of just normal life. I want to be and why I want to do what I've been been doing. I want to be I want to be strong. I want to be mindful. I want to continuously waking up working on thinking positively instead of letting myself slip into the very easy slopes of worry and anxiety and comparison. I want to just continue to see and have clarity and know that everything is going to work out and essentially be the way that it's supposed to be but you but I have to be pushing forward and I have continued to push forward and I'm you know once again and I've talked about this and it's something that will be a common theme is the ups and downs that we go through leading into this new year you know I'm I you know had that I had I mean I crashed after the holidays I called it the holiday high like I crashed hard and I'm still kind of coming back from it because the schedule has still been busy even you know this last week we had I I mean I only had a two-day work week and then you know it's you know then it's another holiday party and then it's this and it's like okay and then I'm then we're gonna go to work and then we're gonna be off of work so I'm like okay I'm just now that it's kind of starting to be over and we're gonna be going in to the new year it's like all right let's just keep it going gotta keep it going and I got you know got up today and I've realized and it's something that I just know that I need to implement I need a full day to myself on the weekends to recover from the week and to get myself prepared for the following week and I know I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are similar to me or maybe need to do that but it's something that I've realized that and I and I actually it's funny when I was when I was not when I was with you know when I was in my relationship I spent a lot of Sundays um not by myself but also at the same time I've spent a lot of Sundays by myself and um had to fill that time and really got good at like taking Sunday and making it my own you know waiting for my ex who was on the road or who was coming home from work or whatever um and I, I got in such these groups that I loved Sundays. Sundays were just, as much as I used to use them to lay around and do nothing, which I still do, Sundays are something going into the new, going into the new year that I am just going to take to take back and to make it a day of just just a me day, a recovery day, and you know, get up and go to the grocery store, wash that fruit, vacuum the vacuum your thing and just make sure that you're I'm constantly taking care of myself in more ways than just one. You know, it's 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 so hard. There's so many things, but you know, we do we all we can do is the best that we can do. Um so the other thing that I really just wanted to I'm really going to try to work hard on in 2019. Even though I say don't have resolutions, I it's not that. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Or I'm going to say, I am so just in this coming, in these, in these new times that are coming up, I just want to continue to really make sure that I am not, okay, I'm going to stop. And then I'm going to stop and I'm going to get my words together so one thing, and this is just me going out there and be, I think that's why I'm starting to like ramble is because I don't want to actually say the words, you know, when you start rambling and you're like, mm, 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 it's right there. But here it is. I have lived a long, I have lived thinking that the fact that I'm, 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 I'm different I, and I think differently and I behave differently. And I mean, we all do, but I used to think I used to really kind of come down on myself for being for being different and for not not looking and not behaving like everyone around me. Um, it's 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 something that I've struggled with my entire life, I think, is just 
I'm not the same as people around me. And that's special. I mean, we're all not. So for 2019, I'm, you know, really focusing on knowing that I'm different, but that's not bad. That's a great and priceless thing. And we should all think that. But that is one of the things that I'm really going to work really, 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 man, really work hard on. It is a, it is a, it's really a trans, transformative. I'm now given the opportunity to completely transform the way that I think and am. And I've started to do it and I'm continuing to do it. And funny enough, this kind of brings me into this too, that I want to talk about real quick is the fact that. I've decided as crazy and as back and forth as I continue to be. So what I'm talking about is I got on Bumble over over like Christmas, literally over Christmas, over the holiday season or the week or whatever. Got on and I was because I was out with my friends. We were out for my friend, my girlfriend's uh, birthday before Christmas and we were all out and we're like, get on. And I did. And then I, you know, I, I, I found myself instantly just like, ugh. I did not like it. It was not, it didn't feel right. I found that I, I started to focus even like the couple of days that I was on it. I found myself focusing on literally what I was going to say. What, why aren't people, you know, why aren't people matching with me? Like what is la da 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 is, does this look okay to these? And I'm like, whoa, 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 back it up. This is way too much, way too much energy that I'm already focusing on a, a dating app, not even a dating app, but just Something that I don't think is going to benefit me right now. You know, I don't think dating is going to going to benefit me right now. And I go back and forth. Literally, it's cracked me up. I've gone back and forth on this podcast. I don't know how many times now, but I go from hot to cold, like feeling so bad that I that I'm and it's those moments where I feel lonely. And then I snap out of those and I'm like, but Megan, what is really going to help and and continue to grow you right now? And it's not. I don't think it's somebody else. In fact, I know it's not somebody else. I, you know, I've, as hard as it is for me, it's, it's hard and it's day by day. It's, I've, I'm not, I'm not into it right now. And I've decided that I going, I really am going to make a promise to myself that I'm, I'm going to just stay, I'm going to stay single for a while. And when I feel that that fear of being that that fear is gone of being alone when I literally every single I'm 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 surrounded by marriage and engagement and long-term relationships there is not a single I mean I have I think one a spring one friend who was not in a serious relationship so it's part of just something that it is what it is and I am I am choosing I am making the choice to really I mean I got and I think I've said it before if it's something that crossed my path and it feels right and it makes sense that's great but I'm not gonna go looking for it right now because going to look for it takes time and energy that I don't really want to give away at this time I need as much of that time and energy as possible to make myself the most, the most greatest, best version of me. And that is that. That's the truth. So that's my little holiday stream of consciousness. So I hope everyone stayed with me on there. I know we kind of went bounced around, but like I said, the holidays were wonderful. I felt so lucky and so just so prideful and just so fulfilled to be surrounded by my loving fan, like everyone in my family, and we all just had a great, amazing time, which I know not a lot of people can say. Um, so for that, I'm truly grateful and truly thankful and lucky that we were all in good health and all together. Um, and that was great. So once again, I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and I, I wish everyone just so much light and love going into the new year. Um, so speaking of that, let's kind of chit chat about some things that happened in 2018 which as I was kind of researching I was like it's always baffling to me like I'm like what happened in 2018 what movies came out here I am 
I was thinking about my favorite movies and my favorite TV shows. And I was like, oh, my God, Avi, the greatest showman, which that. And then I said, like, The Punisher on Netflix. And then as I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, my God, these movies and these things did not come out in 2018. They came out in 2017. So I had to go back on and see, like, what are some of the things that happened this year? And what are some of the movies? And I know for me, so I know for me, especially movies this year, I think A Star is Born, hands down, was was my was my favorite movie that I saw. And it 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 was so much later on in 2018, but it made such an impression on me. And it ha- I think I saw it, I think it was like meant to be at the time that I saw it. I mean, I saw it the week that I was going through everything in my personal life, and I just once again, movies are something that are just so much more than a movie. Like, I I just love them and I love them for everything that they are and how they make you feel and what they do and the places that they take. And so for me, I absolutely adored A Star is Born, but I personally think this was the year of Black Panther. This movie was absolutely phenomenal I saw it I loved it I love the music in it I love the set design the costuming the everything the 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 cast the ensemble was so strong and amazing but it was definitely Black Panther's year for sure um a couple other movies that I was like oh my god I totally forgot about A Quiet Place absolutely forgot but I forgot and then I was like wow but that movie was so it was so huge it had so much buzz it was John Krasinski's movie and to be completely honest, and to kind of recap, it was the movie where the family's living out. It's very po- it's post-apocalyptic. Um, you cannot make any sound. So they have crafted their bungalow, their land to live amongst these creatures that are basically have taken over. And it was there was no there was no talking. I mean, it was very little dialogue in the movie. And it just was, it was, it was so hyped and I was so excited to see it. I was, oh my God, I was so excited. And then I saw it and I was dis. I wasn't disappointed. I just wasn't blown away. And I, I had conversations with friends and they like, were like, what do you mean? Like it was so, and I just like, no, it just felt so, it felt a little like I knew what was going to happen. It felt a little like the force, the storyline between the father and the daughter. Anyways, I'm, I just, it was it. But at the same time, I love, like I, I say that, but then at the same time I did, I loved it. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I was, I was expecting something a little bit more in like little bit more. I don't know. I just, I just didn't, I just didn't get everything that I wanted from it to be completely honest. Another movie that I saw that I actually saw late. I did not see it when it first came out that absolutely brought me so I just thought it was the one of the sweetest rom-com comedy um teen not a teen but like like a young adult Love Simon. I watched Love Simon and it is about a it's a story of a boy in high school who has is is gay and hasn't come out to his friends or to his family yet and he's like pen palling with people online or pen palling with this one person online and it's a guy and they've both you know they're both open and they're both um I think it was basically him like talking you know like dating like online dating and it was so I can't tell you how many times I cried in that movie and I thought it was so well done and I loved I love the feel of like this new crew of like teen like it's the chick um, from 13 Reasons Why and like a couple of them and they kind of are all rotating now I've seen a couple of them in Riverdale and on Netflix but um, I, it was just it had a really good music once again really great story totally loved it and then I Obviously, the big movies that came out this year, huge box office. So we had Avengers of Infinity War, which I have not seen. And I love Marvel and I love DC. And so the fact that I haven't seen it is bad, which is one of those things that, you know, just kind of slips away. Didn't see that, but it was one of the big movies. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Saw it. Obviously went and saw it enjoyed it for what it was was it great now but it I mean the Jurassic Park franchise being rebooted is amazing and phenomenal and I'm like who isn't gonna go and watch Jurassic Park I mean come on and 
Another reboot that just makes me cringe here thinking and talking about it was the Halloween, which I've spoken on this podcast about previously. Um, Halloween was a very big topic this year coming back with Jamie Curtis and it's just going to be got a lot of hype. And I understandably so because it has a very big following and it's 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 a classic. It's a cult classic. However, this was one. (laughs) This was so bad. It was great. My family went and saw it and we literally were, so we were in Tennessee. It was, I think it was over, oh my God, I don't even remember. Was it Thanksgiving? Who knows? And, um, it was rough. It was rough. Halloween was rough. Um, a lot of weird, a lot of cheesy things, a lot of storylines that just kind of went meh. Um, but that was another really big, really big hot topic and rightfully so. Another thing that Netflix came out with a bunch of stuff this year, a bunch of really good movies. Um, and there's so much content on Netflix right now. It's almost kind of overwhelming. Like I'm on Netflix and I've been watching Shit's Creek, which I can't even describe to you the amount of love. And right now, so when I, I always talk about or think about my shows where I get, I literally grow like my my heartstrings and the show we kind of like grow together and I've been stretching out Schitt's Creek because they're it they're only half an hour episodes there's only four seasons on Netflix I could have watched it bam 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 by now but I'm trying to stretch it out because I have created an emotional connection with this show which is what I do um, I create emotional connection and then I don't want them to be over because I am so I am so sad when they're over and I'm so sad that I don't get to live with those characters and those people anymore because those are like my favorite people ever to live with um isn't that that's so that's such a nerdy thing but that's so god that's so me and so I've been literally living in Schitt's Creek but and I also watched the Ellen DeGeneres new um stand-up comedy Netflix special called Relatable last night which was actually really funny I love that she's a clean I love she how she does comedy clean like she's smart and she's quick and she's witty and but so god she's so lovable highly recommend it it was actually really I, I just love watching her I think she's such a great public figure and something someone really really great to look up to um so I watched that but flipping through there's so much new content right now that it's it's almost overwhelming and you don't even know where to begin um my God, in the movies, look, I, I mean, we can't forget about Bird Box. Bird Box comes out in the last ending of 2018, which personally, there's been a lot of, I think, a lot of um, chitter chatter, which I've heard and I've had some, you know, I've heard that there's people who are upset with Bird Box, which I first want to start out and say that Bird Box is a book. So if you should be upset with a book and not the movie. But I've heard that there's people who were like offended and upset about the fact that it shines people with mental illness in a bad light or whatever. Um, I, <laughs> for somebody who actually like, like is in that, is in that category, um, watching a movie, I, I would say it didn't bother me at all. <laughs> Not in literally the slightest bit. And I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, out here in like the like super, super mentally, mentally ill. And like it has like a serious, like a serious disease, but I, whatever. I'm, I'm now I'm justifying and I shouldn't be justifying for somebody who categorizes as somebody who is in that category. Why I literally one, it didn't even it didn't even phase me. And two. Um, so for anyone who hasn't watched it, you're probably not understanding anything that I'm saying. So you should go watch Bird Box on Netflix. It's actually a really amazing, well-done thriller with starring Sandra Bullock. I watched it. I loved I I, I was super I was impressed. I I was thinking I was going to end the movie and feel kind of unfulfilled. And when it ended, I was like, that was enough. That was a good that was a great Netflix movie. Another really good movie that came out in 2018. There you go. But my final words on that is that I watch movies to watch movies. I watch movies to be entertained. I watch movies to escape. I watch movies to fall in love, to cry, to be angry, to be scared. I don't watch movies to pick. Now, that's that's a lie. I do pick them apart in like technical ways, but I don't watch movies to then find. I don't watch movies to be like to get offended. I'm not offended by movies. I'm not offended by songs. I'm not offended by TV shows. I take them for what they are and that's who I am. Um, The other people who are live in the category of being offended and taking everything like super, super to heart. um, You know, 
that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate because on the other hand, people who get to watch and enjoy movies and watch things, good for you. Good for us. That's all I have to say about that. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else to all the boys I loved before was another really great, um, rom-com that came out on Netflix. Um, sorry. Um, I'm going to slap um out of my mouth. Really good, super cute. They are going to be making a sequel that Netflix did just announce are going to be making a sequel of it. So another really great movie that I enjoyed watching in 2018. Movies were kind of hard for me. I feel like I haven't really been... Oh, there was another good one that I watched. Hereditary was really good with Tony Collette and it was a horror movie. Um, it's was really disturbing. It was it was disturbing. It was it, but I thought it was I thought it was good. Now I had a couple chats with um friends who also are big movie people and they didn't and they didn't like I re- weirdly liked it. So if you're into like scary horror um it it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more disturbing. Um it just has a really great story and I it's it's kind of hard to explain without getting super into it. But Hereditary was another movie that was on the top movies list this year. So what do you know? I'm just on the pulse of everything uh, cinema. Just kidding. Um, so movies, I think, were kind of tough. I feel like I didn't really go and see a lot of movies this year. and then, I, But I do, but I didn't. When I was looking at all the movies list, I was like, dang, I still have a lot to see. Um, let's talk about shows. So... I, once again, made a list and then all of my shows were from 2017. So I was like, okay, let's go back and actually talk. So here are the things that I absolutely adored and that also were um, listed. So first things first, The Haunting of Hill House, super well done, beautiful, gut-wrenching, scary, um, such a wonder it it was great it's it's on it's on Netflix um really about a family that grows up in this in this house this haunted house and it's so much more about family and secrets and it's to me it was so beautifully done um everyone in it the the scene work in it some of the some of the scenes literally gave me chills down to my spine of how fluid and how movement um it was just such a beautifully well done show and it was definitely deserves its spot on the top shows list another one um that I was really happy to see because I love it it's called atypical and it's on Netflix as well as well it's it's a little more lighthearted. it's about a family who um the the youngest son is is autistic um and it's it's actually really good it's funny it's it's smart um, it, season two came out in 2018 and it's, it's one of the top, it was on one of the top shows, which I was super happy to see it there because once again, another show that I kind of like attached heartstrings to and got really sad when like, I get really sad when it's over. Um, a show that I absolutely fell in love with in 2018 was Glow. Glow season two was on the list for one of the top shows of 2018 about the female, um, about the creation of the W of the women's, the women's wrestling super good hilarious amazingly nostalgic with the costumes and the music and the 80s and the this it's it's phenomenal and it's a great really great show with really great actors on Netflix as well Netflix is killing the game it's going to be really crazy to see what happens in 2019 I mean I've heard that there I, there is now like the new Black Mirror special that's interactive I, I heard that Black Mirror was going to be doing this where they're going to be creating shows and you're going to be able to change and choose which ending you want or how you want which creeps me out and don't even get me started on Black Mirror I don't even feel like I've talked about Black Mirror on here very often but there is a lot of episodes of Black Mirror and for listeners who are listening who do not who have not heard Black Mirror is a is a psycho, it's a psychological, I would categorize it as psychological thriller, and it's on Netflix, and it's really different. Each episode is completely different, a completely different storyline. They're like mini, um, there's never, there's never a, um, continuing storyline throughout the episodes. Um, they typically tend to be in these different kind of utopian, dystopian, I don't even know if utopian's right, but dystopian worlds, and they they all take place somewhat in the future, and they're all very disturbing. 
and disturbing meaning like you could see a lot of these things happening and some of these things I read an article <laughs> that some of these black mirror things are already happening to go on I I also heard that in like an end of the year thing that Amazon and this is totally random but it makes me think of black mirror so I have to I have to talk about it Amazon Alexa is being said that it is going to be able to recognize when relationships are ending by what was it like 2020 or 2019 oh wow way off 2021 okay so not super off but there's an episode of Black Mirror where it's all about um dating and like relationships and how um you know you know the length of the relationship right when you get into it and you know how long you're going to be in it for so how depressing is that but that totally creeped me out when I heard that Alexa was going to be able to predict relationships based on listening to conversation, arguments, um, and like other things. And I, I heard this on I heard this on the news and the radio, which totally creeped me out. Anyways, welcome to the future. But Black Mirror has a special now out that came out at right at the end of 2018. That is interactive. I believe it's called Bendersnatch. And if that's wrong, I do apologize. Um so yeah, Black Mirror, crazy. Also, another great, I, I'm pretty sure that might have been last year they came out with the new episodes. Anyways, um, let's talk about some things that are coming up. Is it tomorrow or on December 31st, which is when this episode is going to be airing, um, it's the Taylor Swift Netflix special that's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be her reputation tour, which I think is going to be super cool. Um, I cannot wait to watch it. That's going to be launching um, let's go and let's kind of dust over some things. I, I found some things. I want to go over some of like the pop culture things that happened in 2018. So these are the top things that I found. So the Drake and my feelings dance challenge was a thing. And I, the nothing about me ever would do that first off. Um, and I don't really listen to Drake, but I do remember seeing people get, did, and people started getting like arrested because they were stopping over on the side of the road to film. I, what is it? It's like him dancing outside of the car. One that I found personally a um, connection with was the car door open and rolling and the cow walking next to it. I thought that was great. Um, I thought that was just <laughs> that was a great version of it. The best version possibly. But that was a thing. And all of these dance challenges. It's so isn't that so weird and so how like something will come about. And like right now it's like the flaw like flossing which I feel so weird even saying and so old because I would never do it but it is such a thing dabbing was a thing I think dabbing was like a thing in 2018 where like kids are just like dad like it's like a weird it's weird to talk about but it's so like these waves of cultural things that happen um a really big movement that happened in 2018 was the me too movement and uh, you know and good and glad I'm that was something that needed to be brought to the forelight um the me too movement and I loved I loved the way that Hollywood decided to protest and which was silently and respectfully but they all you know wore everyone was in black on black and in black on the red carpet um with their everyone was supporting the me too movement which was just such a huge such a huge start of a lot of things in 2018 and I don't want to get I'm not going to get too political but I thought that that was something that I mean it was a it was a it was a big part of 2018 um something that wasn't as serious was Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez getting together and then separating and now Justin Bieber's married to Haley Baldwin everyone I think was so excited when they got were like Justin Bieber and Selena for some reason everyone is like so into it you don't know why Male, female, older, younger. I heard so many people talking about Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez for us to have our hearts ripped apart again. And you know what? My heart, my heart goes out to you, Selena, because I know you're probably, she's somebody too who struggles. Man, she struggles. You can just kind of sense, I don't know, I'm starting to talk about somebody who A, I don't know and B, will never know, but I still wish her happiness. Um, Cardi B threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj. My girlfriends and I were talking about this the other night at our holiday party. And we were, there was some heated arguments on Team Cardi, Team Nikki, which I'm neither, but um, neither, neither. But what somebody who just took, who just took the headlines, not even the, not even the headlines, somebody who took the industry by storm, who literally has, 
I mean, I don't, I, I, I know her background's probably pretty, pretty crazy or growing up, but somebody, I mean, she just, she is what she is. She does what she does. She says what she says. And the whole thing with her and her and Offset and the pet, there's just, it's, she's so all over the place, but her throwing a shoe at Nicki Minaj in a big fight. I mean, that pretty, that's pretty trashy there, Cardi. Um, but hey, I'm still going to be bebopping to her songs in 2019 if she, I don't know. I think she's struggling to say relevant. That's my opinion about it. Um, but we shall see. Does everyone remember cheating Tanum and Jenna Dewan breaking up? What a sad and tragic, sad and tragic couple. There was a bunch of couples that Jen Aniston and Justin Thoreau called it quits. And I think Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris was 2017, but still, I think everyone was like clenching and clenching on to Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively with Dear Life, like, don't leave. And now I'm scared because now it's Emily Bunt, Emily, <laughs> Emily Bunt, Emily Blunt, and John Krasinski are now like the goals couple, which scares me because whenever somebody, I feel like whenever we put these people on pedestals and then they break up and then we're all sad. Um, I don't know. They seem like they have a pretty locked down marriage and they're so cute. And I cannot wait to see Mary Poppins. still haven't seen it. Probably should have saw it um, because let me tell you why. We all went and saw Holmes and Watson. We always go see a Christmas movie. Always go see a Christmas movie on Christmas Day. And we went and saw Holmes and Watson and I was actually speechless and I know it was a risk. Holmes and Watson is the new spoof. It, now they're saying it's a spoof. I don't know if it was propositioned like that in the first place. Probably, but whatever. With Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, and it's Sherlock Holmes and Watson. It was literally the worst movie I've seen. I didn't make one peep. I think I laughed once um, when there was a joke about a dead body and a cake, which you know shows a lot about me. But I think I laughed once. And then there was a moment when I literally put my head in my hands and I couldn't look at the TV screen because I was so uncomfortable. And I was there with my dad and my uncle and my brother and my sister and my two cousins. And we all left the movie and every single one of us was like, oh my God, that was the biggest steaming pile of horseshit we had ever seen. So if I can save you a couple bucks, a couple bones, do not go and see Holmes and Watson. Anywho, back to it. Um, oh my gosh, but I'll... The Tide Pods. People were literally ingesting Tide Pods. Children were eating Tide Pods. And I know it became fun and a thing and a challenge, but you're lit. You're, I guess I, I guess even as a kid, I would not have put cleaning detergent in my mouth. I would not have wanted to bite them. I would not have wanted to eat. I just, it, that was a whole thing that when it was happening, I just was not. And I get, I, I get it was like a weird sensory thing. People wanted to bite those and bite into them and whatever. There's weird sensory things that I do too that sometimes I can't explain. Like sometimes I smell things and whatever. I don't know if that's a sensory thing, but it is. Or sometimes you want to feel things or I don't know. Or bite, you want to bite through things. Like I always think about like how much pressure would be to bite through skin. I, I, I it's, Hey, it's just something that I think it's not something I think about all the time, but it's something that I've thought about at times, you know, whatever. So I guess apparently the people want biting t Tide Pods. It might have been some somewhat of the same trigger. Who knows? Let's let them be them. But that was definitely a big thing of 2018. Oh, my God. OK. Yanni and Laurel. Does anyone remember that? I listened to this again. And for for the love of God. I don't hear anything but Laurel. I am such a Laurel. And I thought it was so funny when people would talk about these things and get in these heated arguments. Same thing with the blue dress and the in the white dress and the gold dress. I saw blue and black. All right. That doesn't make me a bad person. That doesn't make me lesser than you. And I would just love when people are like, if there's, how do you hear that? There's no way. It's like, okay, guys, obviously we're, we're, we're going to hear different things. We're not going to hear the same thing. Um, but I got, I got the biggest chuckle out of people who would get in fights. But um, I did listen to it again. And, and I even tried, like, I was like, yanni, yanni, yanni. I tried. And I heard Laurel. And by gosh, darn it, we're still talking about it. See? That was another big thing of 2018 that caused a lot of ruffle feathers was the Yanni Laurel thing. Big time, big time. This is big reporting, guys. Big reporting. 
I also, okay, there was a couple other things that I read that I thought were super, super cool. Well, these not, uh, well, first, first, um, how can we not talk about our royal wedding of the year? Meghan Markle becoming the first woman of color to join the British royal family, which is crazy. Such a controversy. Um, you're talking to someone who really could actually care less about the royal family. I know that sounds so bad. And it is fun. Like when I watch, like when I watch the Princess Diaries, like it's that, like it's like I get it and it's super cute and like she's a print like she's literally a princess I don't I don't really keep up with the like I don't keep up with them um but what a really just crazy pop cultural thing you know she climbed that social ladder honey and she got her her prince I need to take a book out of Meghan Markle's I need to go be a model on um deal or no deal and then I need to go parade around and find myself a prince who's not redhead I'm sorry I can't. I can't do. I actually can do Prince Harry more than I can do Prince William. Um, but anyways, I digress, you know, just personal preferences. And so Harry Potter, Harry Potter had a big year. It was Harry Potter's 20th anniversary and also um, the premiere of the, uh, the Cursed Child on Broadway, which is a dream, I think, of mine to be able to go one back to Broadway. Ugh. When I go there, when I'm in New York, and I feel weird, but I've been to New York now like three or four times. So it's actually, I think, the most visited place that I've been besides Florida. But when I am in New York, it's like this like electric, this electricity runs through my body. So if I ever got the chance to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is, it's a two, it's a two day thing. Isn't it a two day thing? It's something insane. We're like... It, it's literally part one and part two. And I think it's a, I think it's a two day thing. Anyways, and that, I mean, what a, what a, what a crazy Harry Potter is just become, it, it's just, what a cool thing to have grown up. And like, I, you know, grew up with the books, read all of the books, followed all of the movies. Like it's something that is just, and it's now going to be at the parks like forever. Like think about like when, if you've ever gone to Disney world, if you've ever gone to universal, like there are things that like we didn't grow up with, but we see. And like, like when we have kids, like, are they going to know what Harry, like, are we going to show them Harry Potter? Are we going to make them watch Harry Potter, read them? I mean, I, I would love, I mean, are they going to want to, is it going to be cool? I don't know. These are things that I I question, but, um, super cool about Harry Potter. Another really crazy thing that happened in pulp culture, which I never really was a big fan of Roseanne, but I know a lot of people, I mean, it's a huge show. Roseanne reboot came back and everyone was really excited. And the first episode ratings were amazing. And then we had to, we had to tweet a racist tweet and the show got instantly canceled. I remember hearing that and thinking, oh my God, that is insane. The show literally aired and then it's canceled and like it's done. And then they actually came back. Everyone came back and they're now doing a separate show called The the Gold, The, the Connors. And I had no idea, but I was watching it the other day and I was like, okay, aren't these the same people from Roseanne? And it's like, yeah, they have their own show. But how nutso is that? Another big old crazy 2018 or moment. There's a couple things that I read that, I thought, and I was reading on CNN, um, I read that the unemployment rate is the lowest since 1969, and that's straight from CNN, and I thought that was, you know, just a really positive thing to end to end the year on. I mean, that that is. It's a positive thing. Another really cool thing, which I hope this starts to spread, and I read this on CNN too, was that New York and Virginia became the first two states to require mental health education in schools. That literally like blew my mind it blew my mind that that's not that it's it is like it's not a thing and the fact that it's the beginning I I pray and I I pray that that's something that spreads because not only that we need in schools but we need just I we I feel like my friends and I we talk about this all the time like real life lessons like we need to know how to balance like we need to know like credit and credit cards and buying houses and equity and check. I mean, I, I was about to say balance my checkbook and I stopped myself because no one's balancing a checkbook anymore. But you know what I mean? There's so many of these things that I think I really hope that as we as we evolve and as you know, I don't really know what's going to happen to the school system. That's a whole different thing. But I really hope that these things become em- like implemented. And I've seen, you know, you see those those videos on Facebook of schools that have 
added meditation into detention and have added yoga and have added these things that are so good for us and so good for us mentally and physically. Um, so I thought that was so cool to read about New York and Virginia becoming the first two states to require mental health. I mean, mental health education, it's it's not literally health. Health is the biggest joke in school. It was the biggest joke. I don't even think anyone listens in health, but it needs to be completely redesigned, completely redone. And here I am saying this, and who knows if it's going to ever happen. I don't know, but I am going to put out there, and I hope that it does, because our youth needs it. We all need it. But what a cool thing. Really, really, really cool thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to wrap it up with this. Guys, we are getting into the final stretch. The Bachelor is starting next week. Um, Lindsay Lohan's Beach House premieres next week. There are big, big, big things happening. So I'm getting super excited. Um, I know I'm definitely going to be watching. And I, I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to invite you all to watch along with me if you're watching The Bachelor. Um, I might, I'm going to dabble in Lohan Beach House and we're going to see how that goes. Also, there's a new season of Siesta Key on MTV. And baby, the trailer looks good. And they use a blood in the water reference and everyone's just out to kill. Now, I haven't really kept up with that. But um, I did just see that trailer and it got me really excited. Really excited that all my reality shows are starting. Because there's been a little lull and I've been needing a little bit of like primetime television. So... Um, let's get our bachelor hats ready, ladies, because it's going to be going down. So, wow, that was just a nice little, a nice little well-rounded episode, wouldn't you agree? Thank you all for listening with me. I hope everyone has crushes it in this new year. Um, hope it was a really great New Year's Eve. I hope everyone is safe. Um, but let's just, let's just do it. Like I like, let's just like Nike, let's just do it. Um, yeah. So if you've liked what you've heard, please, um, scroll down and leave me, leave me a a review. Leave me five stars. That would be wonderful. Even better is sharing and spreading with a friend, somebody who you think who listens to podcasts, who you hear talk about podcasts or think somebody would enjoy this podcast. Just spread the word, spread the love. And that would really mean a lot to me. And that really helped the podcast. Once again, this has been Mad Yet Mighty. I'm Megan Cipollone, and I'll be talking to you all next time.